So tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about how, God, how much God wants His people well. You know, Brother Copeland said years ago that the Spirit of the Lord spoke to him and said, I want my people well. And so we know it is the will of God for us to, to get well if we're sick, but then it's also the will of God for us to stay well. Amen? Amen. Now, a good verse of Scripture to look at is in 3 John 2, where he says, Beloved, I wish or I pray above all things that you may prosper and be in health. That's divine health. Divine health. Supernatural health. To where your whole body is saturated with the power of God and the presence of God. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may be in health, that you may prosper and be in health. Now notice this. Even as thy soul prospers. So there's a lot of folks that want to be well. They want to stay well. But in order for that to happen in their lives, their soul needs to prosper, which basically means, means their mind needs to get renewed. They need to know beyond any shadow of a doubt that it is God's will for them to be well. And then get a firm foundation built into their lives of God's Word. You see, the Word of God is medicine. We found that out in Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22. Where he said, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear to my sayings. Amen. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Let them not depart from before thine eyes. For my words are what? Life to those that do what? To those that find them, and health or medicine to all of their flesh. So finding the word is part of the process of your soul prospering. And it's not just finding the Word every now and then, but it's finding the Word on, the regular ba ba on a regular basis and letting God's Word dwell in you richly. Amen? Amen? Praise God. And so we know that He wants His people well, and I've discovered this in the Word of God, and I'm sure you have as well, that there are several ways that God can cause His people to be healed and to be whole. Number one we're going to look at a good way to receive healing, a sure thing, is just to believe the Word of God for yourself. Just believe the Word of God for yourself. Now, over in the book of Colossians, let's look at chapter 1, and notice with me in verse 12. Colossians, the first chapter, and the 12th verse. Thank you, Father, tonight for your Word. Thank you for these good people that have come to feed on the Word. Thank you for those that are watching tonight. We believe that we receive your perfect will being done in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Now notice with me, he says, giving thanks unto the Father. Well, first and foremost, that's a good thing to do. To give thanks to the Father always. That's what Abraham did. We studied a little bit about Abraham last week. Remember that? Abraham was strong in faith and he gave glory to God. So Abraham lived a life of praise toward his heavenly father. We found out that he did a few things. What Abraham did, number one, he called himself what God called him. And God called him the father of many nations. Amen? And so don't let anybody call you what God hasn't called you. Don't let anybody call you when God calls you rich. 
Don't anybody call you uh, condemned or unrighteous when God calls you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Amen? That's what Abraham did. He became the father of many nations as he held fast and called the things that be not as though they were. The second thing that Abraham uh, did not do, he did not consider his own body, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. But he was strong in faith. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. And thank God he, be- he-, he became stronger and stronger in faith. Amen. And so what, what we must do then, if, if our soul's going to prosper, if our mind's going to get renewed, we must not consider our flesh. We must not consider our feelings. Oh, the feelings are there. The pain may be there. Now, I'm not telling you not to use a doctor. I'm not, not telling you to do some things that you can do, medically speaking. But our first and foremost priority should be to fixate or to consider what God's Word has said. And to believe the report of the Lord and then hold fast to the report of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Anybody in the house tonight know what the report of the Lord says about your healing? Amen? How about you back there in those empty chairs? Amen. What does the Word say? The Word says Himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Amen. And so, considering Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our profession, when we're considering Jesus, we're considering His Word and what His Word says about health. So, in Colossians 1, again... In verse 12, he says, giving thanks unto the Father. Can we just lift our hands for about 10 seconds and give him thanks? Glory to God. We magnify you tonight. We give you thanks, Lord, for your presence in this place tonight. Honor and glory be unto you both now and forevermore. So giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet. Now, that word meat there is a little blind to us. It's an old English word. The word meat literally means able. Everyone say able. able. So what he's saying, give thanks to the Father, which has given you ability. So from the Father comes an ability into our lives. Well, an ability for what? Well, he says, which has made us meet or able to be partakers partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light how many of you like to partake of the good things that God's got for you now we all like to partake of a good meal don't we we were at a minister's conference this morning out in in Rockland and Lincoln Sacramento area and uh, little Cindy Benzel is quite a cook, incidentally, Pastor Tom. You'd have loved it. She made some quiche that was so delicious. I could hardly get more because Keith Hershey was kind of getting before me. But oh, it was just so wonderful. And all these pastries, it was so good. You see, as human beings, we love to partake of good things. And you know what? The Bible says he satisfies our mouth with good things. Well, that includes food. But how much more should we be thrilled about being being able to partake, to take hold of, because God's given us the ability of the inheritance 
of the saints in light. Amen. Amen. Somebody says, well, I'm not a saint. Well, yeah, you are. In Christ Jesus, you are a saint. Now, you may be acting like an ain't, but you ain't an ain't. You is a saint. Amen. I don't know whether I've introduced to him or not, but my name is Saint Mark. That's Saint Raul there. Saint Thomas right there. Praise God. So we are delivered from the power of darkness. We've been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. So the kingdom that we are in is a kingdom of light. And in the kingdom of light, the entrance of his word has been given to us and it gives light to us. It gives understanding to the simple. It brings revelation. It causes the eyes of our spirits to be flooded with light so that we can see clearly what this inheritance includes. And this inheritance, oh, glory to God, is all-inclusive to whosoever will and whosoever believeth and whosoever will partake of what rightfully belongs to them. Amen. Amen? So let's read that verse together. Verse 12. Ready? Read. Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us able to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Oh, I like that. And so, because we have the ability to partake of this inheritance, his inheritance is clearly uh, seen in the Word of God. You can look from Genesis to Revelation. You can spend time in the Pauline epistles. And you can find out very, very clearly what your inheritance includes. Some of which are blessed. Blessings. I like Ephesians 1.3. He says, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us. He's not about to bless us. He's already blessed us. He's blessed us with what? He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. If you really want to find out and get thrilled about your inheritance, look in the book of Ephesians. Look in the book of Colossians. Look in the book of Romans. Look in the epistles. And I'll tell you what, you will get happier with that than you will with a happy meal at McDonald's. Amen. God's word will make you happy. God's Word will strengthen you. God's Word will clearly show you what your inheritance is. I'm looking at a company of inheritors tonight. You have an inheritance. Amen. And I for one and PT for another, we have decided we're going to partake of it. Amen. We're not going to, and you're not going to let any devil keep you out of what belongs to you. It's on the table. It's on the table. And the devil has no business in being at the table. It's a table that's been prepared for you and I from before the foundation of the world. Amen. The devil is under the table. Praise God. We're at the table. And we're just saying, okay, pass me some healing bread. Amen. Pass me some righteousness. Pass me a big jug of joy. It's all a part of our inheritance. And so what God is looking for is His believers believers let's not make it difficult you know what believers do believers believe say with me i am a believer believer. and i believe believe. glory to god 
We should not have to remind believers to believe. That's what we do. Any more than we should have to remind humans to breathe. Humans breathe. It's a part of our nature. Well, it's a part of your spiritual nature to believe. It is? Absolutely. God has furnished you with the faith on the inside of you at the time of the new birth with the measure of faith and He's furnished you with that so that you can take that and exercise it and believe and partake of your inheritance. Amen. Amen. So, God wants us well. God wants us to stay well. There's going to be all sorts of opportunities to be sick. But why don't we just pass them by? I remember Brother Hagin saying many years ago, he said, I haven't had a headache since August 3rd of 1492 or whatever. You know, I mean, a whole lot of years would go by before he had a headache. He said, but I've had some marvelous opportunities. Amen? So just because a headache or something presents itself to us, we do not have to sign the package. You may feel it. You may feel uneasy. You may feel even queasy sometimes. But oh, thank God, you just keep holding fast to the Word of God. You just stay at the table. You keep rejoicing. You keep calling the things that be not as though they were. You keep considering Jesus. Amen. And sooner or later, the man from the station will show up. I mean the manifestation. Now let's look over at Acts chapter 20. I'm breaking in a new Bible. I left my Bible at the hotel this morning. So I got to call them and have them send my Bible to me. Matter of fact, let's just loose the angels right now. Angels, go cause that Bible to come in Jesus' name. But I got another sword here. Amen. You got to have at least two swords. You didn't steal my Bible, did you, Raul? (laughs) Acts chapter 20. Notice with me now, we're talking about this inheritance. We're talking about partaking of this inheritance. Now, Acts uh, chapter 20 and verse 32, the Apostle Paul is saying goodbye to some some dear brothers, saying goodbye to some dear saints that he knows he's not going to see again. And uh, he's exhorting them uh, before he leaves, before he takes his journey. And one of the final things that he said to them was over in Acts, the 20th chapter, and the 32nd verse. Well, you know, if it's good for them, it's good for us. Acts 20. Now, look at verse 32. He says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God. I commend you to God. And... To the word of his grace. I love how Paul said that it's the word of his grace. Our inheritance comes by faith, by grace through faith. We access the grace of God with the faith of God on the inside of us. And so Paul is saying, I'm commending you to God. And to the word of his grace. Oh, thank God. Which is able to build you up. Able to build you up. The word of grace, Paul is saying, 
has the ability to build you up. Now, when Paul is referring to you here, he's not really referring to their flesh. He's referring and speaking to their spirit man. Paul was very spirit conscious. Paul was the same one who said, May the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the Lord returns. Paul was very spirit conscious. Matter of fact, Paul was so spirit conscious that he knew that there was going to be a battle between his body and his heart and his spirit. Have you ever noticed that there's a battle sometimes between walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit? And here's what the Apostle Paul said. Here's what I do with my body. In 1 Corinthians 9.27, let's look at that and we'll go back here. 1 Corinthians 9.27, Paul said, But I, he's talking about his inner man here. But I, my spirit man, the real me, the man who lives on the inside, but I keep under my body and I bring it. It's interesting that he calls his body it. And I bring it into subjection. What he was saying, I don't let my body dominate me. I dominate my body. And how I do this is from the Holy Spirit's help on the inside of my spirit, which enables me to tell this body what to do and not to be bossed around by my body. He said, I'm bringing it into subjection. Lest that by any means... I myself should be a castaway. The word castaway there means disqualified. Paul is saying, I'm not going to let my flesh disqualify me. How about you? Now your flesh will try to disqualify you. Your flesh will try to get you off the path and off your race. But oh, thank God, the more spirit conscious you are and the stronger you are in your spirit and the more word you have in your heart, well, oh, you're hard to deal with where the devil's concerned. Amen. Amen. So I said all of that to say this. Back to Acts chapter 20, verse 32. He said, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to do what? To build you up. Do you need building up? Do I need building up? Absolutely. Talking to a, a group of ministers today, and one of the final things that I had said, I didn't share too much. I said, but Brother Hagen, what he, he said when he was here, when he was doing all those Holy Ghost meetings, and it was so in his heart to see the power gifts, the manifestations of the Holy Ghost come to the forefront once again. Yeah. The working of miracles and the, and the gifts of healings. Amen? and special faith but he says here's what god is doing god is building strong local churches you believe that he says god is building strong local churches we're in a strong local church and then he went on to say who will flow in the power of the holy ghost In other words, word churches, 
strong in the Lord, but who also give place to the Holy Ghost. Oh, praise God. The Holy Ghost must be given place to for things to be accomplished that the head of the church wants to do. For there are some things yet to come, and there are some places we are to go. But we must not get locked into our minds and locked into our programs, but we must fully, fully give access to the Spirit of the living God. For now the Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom. Hallelujah. Amen. I am sure of one thing. The Holy Ghost wants to move. And He's looking for a people that will let Him move. And I think there's a group here tonight that say, Yes, Lord, move among us, move in us, come upon us for the glory of God. Amen. And so he said here, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up, your spirit man up. One of the things that the regional director asked questions to several of us ministers. Brenda and I were the regional director over Rama for 10 years, years ago. And there's been two more since we have been the directors. But Raymond Elmagir, just a wonderful man of God down in Los Angeles. And they went through the pandemic. And how many of you know L.A. was a tough nut to crack? I mean, L.A. County was very, 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 uh, how can you say it? Just bondage (laughs) and so he was sharing uh some of the things that you know they kind of went through as a church you know because as a church not everybody's on the same page you know that's why we didn't deal with to get vaccinated or not get vaccinated to wear a mask not wear a mask it's between you and god and how many of you know as many as are led by the spirit of god they're the sons of god amen And, and the answer to a million and one questions is be led by the holy ghost amen Say this with me. I'm always, and I'm only led by the Holy Ghost. Say it this way. Always and only led by the Holy Ghost. And so some of the pastors had some things to share. And one of the things that I said at the end of the meeting was this. We did our very level best. How did we handle the pandemic? Primarily, what I did is I worked very diligently to keep this man built up. Because I knew that if I was going to go before a camera with no people in the house, I knew that I had to be built up so I could be a blessing to the people that I'm ministering to. And basically the thought was this. Built up people build others up say that with me built up people build others up and that's what these wednesday night services are about are about in part we're here to get built up we're here to get fed up not fed up mad but i mean fed up amen fed with the word of god so that we can be built up enough that when we go out into our world we can build others up and be a blessing And so he said, now I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance. There are 
things that are available but are not necessarily given because people are not ready to receive them. There are things that are given that God wants to show and God wants to reveal, but a person must be built up enough to see it and to receive it. Amen. And so the Word of God is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them that are sanctified. Hallelujah. Thank God for His Word. Thank God for this inheritance. Hallelujah. Thank God for the kingdom of God. Thank God for the Word of God. Thank God we're in a kingdom, amen, where there is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Now look at Matthew chapter 13. And let's look over at verse 15. Matthew, the 13th chapter. And uh, notice verse 15. Built up inheritance, able to partake. Okay? Verse 15, it says this. Jesus said, For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are what? Their ears are dull of hearing. That can happen to us. Our ears can be waxed gross, and we can become dull of hearing if we don't stay prayed up, praised up, worded up, and built up. So he says, For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes... They have closed. Lest at any time... This is the good part. You ready for the good part? Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears. What does faith come by? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Amen. See with their eyes, hear with their ears. Now like this. And understand with what? There again, that's the heart, the inner man. Understand with their heart. The eyes of our understanding, Paul prayed for in Ephesians 1. The eyes of our understanding, our inner man being enlightened. That's seeing with your spiritual eyes. That's hearing with your spiritual ears. That's understanding in your inner man. Oh, hallelujah. And really what it does, it brings revelation knowledge. It causes the lights to go on. And so he goes on to say, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be what? Now, what, what's another word for converted? What do you think of when you, when you see or hear the word converted? Transformed or changed. Amen. Which lines up with Romans 12 too. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I wish that you prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. Lest you see with your eyes, hear with your ears, and understand with your heart. And change will take place. Change can take place in your limbs. 
Change can take place in your back. Change can take place in your eyes. Change can take place in your knees. Change can take place in every organ and every tissue and every fiber of your being. Once you see, once you hear, and you are changed and converted, things will have to line up. Woo! Glory to God. Oh, this is so important. So again, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should, or I would do what? I would heal them. Amen. Thank you, Father, for your healing power flowing right now in this service tonight. Thank you, Lord, that our faith is rising in this place. Oh, hallelujah. Faith is rising. Amen. We're partaking of this inheritance of divine strength tonight. We're partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world, having escaped the sickness and disease. Thank you, Lord, that we are not only delivered from this present age, but we're also delivered from the presence of our enemies. We are delivered from what the enemy would try to bring into our lives. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you that we are a converted bunch. Our minds are being renewed. Our spirits are being strengthened. And the power of God is at work in every fiber of our being tonight. Let's lift our hands and thank Him. Hallelujah. Turn the switch of faith on right now. Say, oh, thank you, Lord. I believe it. I receive in the name of Jesus. I receive strength. I receive renewal. I receive restoration. Thank you, Lord. Not only do you restore our soul, but you restore every fiber and every cell of our being in the name of Jesus. We're just standing in complete agreement with you for total conversion, total healing in the name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, thank you, Lord, for supernatural intervention into her life in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Come on, folks, stretch forth your hand, pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bertha, stand up. Praise the Lord. Amen. Bertha, stand up. Praise God. Irene, come on over here, if you would. As I minister to her as a word, I want you to put your hands on her in the name of Jesus. Just go right over there. Glory to God. Handele bocos. That just got quickened tonight. Bertha, the Lord is pleased with you. Praise God. He's pleased with your faithfulness. He's pleased with your diligence. He's pleased with you not ever stopping and always, always moving forward in the plan of God and in the purpose of God. He's pleased with your faithfulness. And now I speak a blessing over you in the name of Jesus. And as Irene lays her hands upon you, we are believing for a renewal of strength, a renewal of Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Glory to God. Stretch forth your hand. God is moving in Bertha's body. Amen. Somebody says something wrong with Bertha's body. Well, I don't know, but thank God if there was, everything's turning out right. Hallelujah. Keep your hand on her, Irene. Pray in the Holy Ghost, everybody. 
Hallelujah. And I thank you, Father, for rewarding Bertha, rewarding her with blessing, 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 blessed coming in, Bertha, and blessed going out. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Woo, glory, glory to God. Mm, praise God. And so there's a lot on the table tonight. There's a lot on the table. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. A lot on the table. Amen. Now, it's important that once you know that there is a table, and once you know what's on the table, that you come to the table. See, God's not going to make anybody come to the table. He's not going to make anybody drink in of the Holy Spirit. You know, he said over in John, I think he said, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, let him come unto me and think. No. He said, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, let him come unto me and do what? Drink in. Amen. And so there's the infilling of the Holy Spirit on the table. It's there. It's available. But you need to come to the table and drink and partake of. Hallelujah. And it's easy. It's not a difficult thing to do. It's extremely easy just to come to Jesus and say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Bracasote. Pray a little bit, folks. There's nothing cut and dry about these services. Glory to God. Yeah. Uh, come on to the table now. Come to the table and eat. Come to the table and drink. God's been calling people to come to the table. Come to the table. Hallelujah. Amen. Tonight is your night. Amen. Glory to God. Well, let's go a little bit further and we'll just continue to see what the Holy Ghost has. Amen? Amen. Now go over to Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and look at verse 12. We're talking about how God wants His people well. We could also say in light of what we just said, God wants His people to be filled. Filled with the Holy Ghost. Not only filled with the knowledge of His will, but being filled with the Holy Ghost is part of being filled with the knowledge of His will. Amen. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. When you have it, say, I have it. If you don't have it, say, I don't have it. I don't have it yet either, so I'm getting over there. Praise God. When we all have it, maybe we could stand up and shout, I got it. I got it. (laughs) Something about the good news that makes me want to shout, because I got it. Yeah, we got it. We've got the Holy Ghost. We've got the Word. We have the New Covenant. we got the New Testament. We have an inheritance. Now notice this. Hebrews, the fourth chapter. And notice verse 12. He said here, For the Word of God is quick. Now, again, that's an old English word. Another word for quick is alive. For the word of God is, it's alive. 
One translation says, Kashika, that the Word of God is a living thing. It's alive. It's alive. Woo! It's alive. God's Word is alive. It's not dead. <coughs> it's not boring. It's alive. <coughs> God, for the Word of God is alive and powerful and full of powerful and full of power. Frederick K.C. Price, doc, Dr. Price, who pastored Crenshaw Christian Center for years and 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 years. More years than we've been here. He said, the Word of God is alive, but here's the question, is it alive in you? And we're the ones that make the determination whether this living Word is going to be alive in us or just stay on the coffee table. As for me and my house and you and your house, we've made the decision we're going to let this Word in, this living Word. This word that is alive, this word that is alive has quickening power. It has quickening power. It is so full of life that it can turn something that has been dead or on its way out and give it life. It can give life to a kidney. It can give life to a pancreas. Come on, somebody. This Word is alive. And when it's in you, in your spirit, it works from the inside of you to the outside of you because you've got the Word of God on the inside and it's working on the outside. It works on livers. It works on hearts. It works on soreness. It's alive. It's alive. He is alive. John said this, the words that I speak unto Jesus said this, the words that I speak unto you, they're not dead. They're not inoperative. These words that I'm speaking to you, they are spirit and they are life. And they are life to those that feed on them and to those that find them, and to those that speak them, and to those that live them. Man shall not live by bread alone. But man, your inner man, is going to live by this living word. By every word that proceeds. Woo, glory to God out of the mouth of God. For the Word of God is alive and powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it pierces to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit of the joints and marrow and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Folks, I commend you to this Word. I commend you to the Word of His grace. Let it get in you. Let it live big in you. If you abide in me, Jesus said, and my living word lives in you. Whoo! What's the rest of that? You shall ask, 
what you will, and it shall be done unto you.